to the Diary of a Sales Expert podcast. My name's James White, and I'm on a mission to help business owners and sales professionals all over the world get incredible sales results. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. Why do some sales managers fail in their ability to get great results from the team that they work with? In this podcast episode, I'm going to share with you the story of someone who was a relatively new sales manager and who was given some good mentoring by yours truly, but still failed in the job that she had in order to get the results that she wanted. And I wanted just to talk a little bit about the reasons why she failed. And I'm not going to talk about the name of the person, that wouldn't be right, but some things that you can learn and we can all learn from that experience that I think are critical in us achieving sales success as business leaders. So let me just go into the details and talk a little bit about sales management to start off with. Sales management is often given to people who have been successful in their sales role themselves, and they've been really successful as salespeople, and they then get moved upwards because they're the next logical person to, to do the job. And the challenge around that, when that happens, is sometimes that can work really well, but sometimes it doesn't work well because that salesperson, by, by salespeople, we're inherently a little bit selfish. We like to focus on what we want to put in place. And um, the challenge sometimes is that those people then still focus selfishly and not on the value of what's good for their team. So that's one reason why it can sometimes go wrong. The other reason why it can sometimes also go wrong is that they've been in sales, but not the type of sales that certain type of sales that are required in certain organizations. So they've been in a different type of sales and that management style or that approach doesn't work for some of the people that they're engaging with. Or the third issue could be they're not a sales, um, they've not really been in a sales role at all. The marketplace or the environment for them has not been sales focused, but they're a nice person and the management thinks they'll make a, a good step upwards. And um, whichever way you're thinking about, if you put running a business and you're looking to put something in place from a sales management perspective, there are some things you've got to really consider when it comes to putting someone in place that's going to manage a team of people. And there is some real um, issues that happen when some of the things that good management is about, good leadership is about, don't get done. And that's what happened to the person in the story I'm going to share. So um, the honest, the answer, the answer to the question of which one is she was, she was in a, a semi-sales role. It was a, it was a customer engagement role that involved getting people to, to want to sign up to the service that this company offered. And there was elements of that conversation, which was helping move them across the line. So it was sales in some cases, but not what I would call necessarily traditional sales as in the classic, you know, sales role where people literally have to be converted in a very, hard sort of focused environment and um but i was talking to the to one of the the, the leaders of the business about that person I said look i think she has an opportunity to do that she's a lovely person i think she has the opportunity to become a successful leader in this space if she takes note of some of the things that we want to share with her and she she focuses on working to to get to to to, to do the right things with the team so long story short, she was given the role and I sat her down and I said to her, look, you know, the, the key things that make really good sales managers, in my opinion, are that they focus on this mist method that I've talked about before. And mist is a really um, simple method and model to use if you're a sales manager. And it's a model that I you know, created and shared before, which I said to her, focus on mist. And um, 
it's it, the MIST method starts for motivate, inform, support, and train. And those are the really best sales managers will look to really motivate their team. Um, they'll really look to be able to get them, you know, bounced up. They'll focus on mini ideas, competitions, incentives, things that can get people excited and motivated. They'll work to get them the right bonuses. They'll work to, to make sure that that team is fairly pumped up, ready to hit targets. That can be, you know, the old motivational speech. It can be. Um, really just making sure when they're going through a tough time that they're, 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 they're motivated that, you know, it's sticking up for them maybe with other departments and not kicking them when they're down, you taking responsibility. It could be an extra things, but that motivation is a really key, fa- a key factor. Informing them is making sure they're kept up to date on what's going on in the company. Of course, in organizations, there's different, different hierarchical levels, but informing them means that they're kept up to date on new developments, new changes, things that are happening in the business. If new products or features are being launched, Launch, for example. So keeping people up to date and using your regular team meetings and conversations to have updates and keeping them informed about progress and things is really important. The support part is probably the one part, however, that I think is the bit that so many people in sales management roles don't focus on. And yet I think is probably the key thing. And that's where I think this person, this lady let herself down in the, in the, the team that she was engaging. Uh, and I'll talk about support in a bit more detail. And then the final th- fourth one is train and making sure that you've trained those salespeople and that you've given them the, the support and help on how to, um, to do things better and how to handle sales situations. Now, the benefit of if you bring someone up through your ranks who's been in sales before to then be in a management position is they're generally very good at the training part because they know what to do because they've done it themselves. Um, it's in the other three areas that they sometimes fail. But again, this organization um, had me in as a sales trainer. So I was helping sales uh, train the sales team. So she had access to some exert- external resource as well to train. So that wasn't something that she had to do. So the key element really why this person failed was the first thing I said to her when she started the new role was I said that, and the sales team that this organization had were based across a mixture of different areas across the country. They had eight people in different, uh, different teams in, 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 in different locations. And the first thing I said to her was, um, you know, really spend some time um, bringing the people, the team together, arrange a date and time for the team to gather together. We can do some training on that and then spend some individual time with each team member, half hour, 45 minutes, if you can, just getting to know them as a person and really getting under the skin of who they are as a person themselves and their life. And don't just focus it on being you know, what do they want to achieve in their career and what do they want to earn? But but really get to know what's happening in that person's world. Ask them questions and, and obviously do it in a, in, a, in a way that makes them feel comfortable. But I'd say to her, you know, start conversations by saying, look, forget about business. I really want to get to know you and understand you as a person. And she was talking to a female and a, and a couple of the guys in the team and the more I understand about you and who you are, your background, everything about you, the more I'm going to be able to know and help and understand when there are challenges and when there are things going wrong so that I can support you to help you do your job more effectively. 
And I said to her, look, make the time for that. Because when you do that, when I've managed sales teams before in the past, the first thing I will try and do is get to know that person on a certain level. And I've come into environments where I've been brought in and that salesperson doesn't even want to have a conversation with me. It's a bit like, well, who are you and what you're about? But I've sort of accepted that I'm going to get the odd punch, you know, realistic, not um, uh, physically, but metaphorically thrown at me. But I've sort of taken that and said, hey, look, I just want to understand and what work out you and what's going on. And I'm able to build the relationship to try and get people on side. And, and when you start to dig into the world of the other person, start to you know, treat it like a sales conversation and ask questions. Tell me a bit more about what got you into sales and tell me a bit more about your background and your family. And, you know, you know, tell me a bit more about, you know, have you got brothers and sisters and what, 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 what do they do? And tell me a bit more about your wife or your partner and your husband and, 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 and what, what's their involved? What's their work? What do they do? And, and all of these different questions, which you can write down that aren't intrusive and you know and some salespeople may not want to answer them and there's a way method in which you can handle that but but there's just very empathetically I want to get to know you I want to get to know a bit more about you so I can help and support you and and really make you know a difference in your world and and I, and I said to her, if you spend the time doing that, it will be a bit hard work initially it's like anything it takes a bit of time initially but when you do it two things it gives you the first thing is that it will give you then an insight into what's going on in their world so that when things aren't quite going the way you want them to, or things aren't quite going to plan, you can maybe start to, you know, ask some questions. How's things going at home? I know when we spoke, you know, you mentioned you had a problem and, or that, you know, there was an issue at home. How's, how's things going? I just want to check you're okay. And mean, I mean that with empathy because if they feel that you really do care about them and they've talked about that problem, and especially when you're asking a the question, they shared it and they were open to it, you're going to get inside their world and their challenge. And, and if you feel like you're listening, and you're trying to help them and give them some advice or methods to places to go to solve the problem or to try and at least deal with the problem or even just be a listening ear for the problem, it's going to make them trust you more and want to engage with you more. So so, so when you have that conversation, it, 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 it makes a huge difference to be able to know where that, that person is and, and what's going on in their world. But the second part of it, which is which is also the the, 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 the key part of it is you know, there's this simple saying, which is happy salespeople sell well. And when someone's not happy, if they're not happy in their, their personal life and their, 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 the things that they do day to day, then the chances are they're not going to be happy in their, their working life. And I said to her, to, you know, to really focus in on getting to know people and understand what's going on in their own world, what's happening, so that, you know, she could get to, to understand how they are going to be happy and what they take to be happy and what, what are the factors that make them happy and what are the factors that make them unhappy. Because when you get to know those elements, then you can start to identify when things aren't going to plan, what to do to solve them. Or when things are going really well, you can even say to them, great, how are you and your partner going to celebrate this weekend? What are you going to do? Or you can even do great little gestures like send them and their partner a bottle of champagne saying, congratulations on the month you've had. You've done amazingly well. Well done. Those simple little gestures to motivate and inspire and to, to really make your sales team think, wow, this, this person really cares about me is great. And yes, of course, they're getting paid and commissioned for it. But as a sales manager, your job is to, is to keep the orchestra playing. You know, it's, you know, at the end of the day, there's no point if you've played if they've played one song and then they go on strike and don't want to play for the next you know, two or three, you know, two or three parts of the of, of the show. You've as a sales manager got to get the orchestra playing every song on a good basis until the end of the show. And even then, when the end of the show starts, there's another show that starts quite soon because in sales, our month and our quarter and our numbers keep rolling on. But 
when you get to know people and, and get to under the skin of what's going on in their world, you can be successful. And the long story short of it is, um, she didn't do that. And she was, she, I think she tried to ask some nice questions and was, you know, nice about things, but it was very superficial. It was, it wasn't at a caring, deep, empathetic level. And when it comes to then having some challenges with the team, um, she was a bit lost at sea. Um, she, she couldn't get them running through, you know, doing things for her because they didn't feel like she really understood them. And, and all she'd say to them was, how was your weekend? Everything okay? Where are we at with the numbers? Rather than actually really getting to know what was happening in their world and wh- whether their child was ill or whether their mum or father was unwell or something was going on in their life. And I, I was talking to my uh, my videographer, you know, and and, and uh, podcast you know, creator Darren about, you know, this in the past around management styles and when you've got managers understand you and who you are and can build empathy with you and really get to know your your situation and then take that into account within their conversations with you, it makes such a big difference. And the reality is this person didn't do that. And um, they then became a bit more, okay, things aren't going well. Where are your numbers at? A long story short, um, it became a battle between two parties. And in fact, there was three people in the team that then left because her management style um, basically just made them feel unwanted, unloved. Um, and in, in a marketplace where lots of salespeople were required and companies were short of positions, people left. So I guess the reason I wanted to share this story was, you know, the MIST model is a simple model to focus on if you're a sales manager. Motivate, inspire, support, train. That's your job as a sales manager. Treat people with respect. Treat them with the courtesy they want. Sure, hold them accountable. But don't forget that if you really want to get to the best out of people, happy salespeople sell well. And if you want to get to the best of, of, of the results for them and even be able to hold them to account and make them hold themselves to account, you've got to be in a position where you you support them and engage with them. And it's not impossible to do that when you literally don't have um, a connection with them, when you don't know what's going on in their world, when you know very little about them and their situation. So make the time initially when you take on a sales role to do that. And then make sure in your one-to-ones, your PDR and your calls you're having with them, find out how's things going? How's things? How's your, how's your kid? How's, how, you know, I remember you saying you're taking her, to, you know, she's doing her play. How was the play? The little small gestures make such a big difference when it comes to salespeople and their world. Show you care about their world. Show you're involved in it. Show it's, it's something that's more, it matters to you and it's going to help get you get the best from them and hopefully they get them get the results that's really important for you so look um that's the story that i wanted to share today which i hope is helpful for you if you're a sales manager and things aren't going quite the way you want it wanted it to um definitely have a think around um what what's stopping you from from being in a, in a position um where you're getting the results from your from your sales team have a little look. Are you implementing MIST, motivation, inform, support and train? Are you getting to support and understand what's going on in their world? And if you're not, make that a focus um, and it can hopefully help you get the results you want. So as normal, um, I always finish the podcast uh, with an inspirational story. And um, I wanted to basically talk to today about a couple of stories that I think are um, a, a, a group of people actually who I think are inspirational stories and, and that's um, the, the there's a, a fantastic group of footballers called the Lionesses uh, in England who last year won uh, the European Championships and uh, they were the first uh, English ladies team to win a national tournament I believe and uh, I just wanted to use this as an example because the people that were uh, you know Beth and, and the guys that were scoring goals that were inspirational they were 
such a great inspirational story. Have a look at the, the, the English ladies football team. I've talked to lots of people, friends of mine, whose family and daughters are absolutely now inspired to play football. Um, and that wouldn't have happened 15, 20 years ago because not just because of what happened last year with the Lionesses, but because of the way in which these great, fantastic ladies have been able to perform at the highest level and, and win European tournaments. So my, my inspirational story is a little bit different this week, but it's a, it's a one that I think is just as relevant. Have a little look at the England Lionesses, um, what they did to win the Euros in 2022. Um, I think it's an inspirational story that's now inspiring young ladies all over the world to go and live a, and have a fantastic career in football. Uh, and I think there's nothing better than seeing great people get on and be fit and do things they want to do and lead the life they want to. So my inspirational story this week is around the England Lionesses. Have a little look at them. There's a great group of players, I won't name them all here, that did an incredible job. Congratulations to them. But more importantly, the inspiration that they've created for so many other people to go out. And there's only other ladies, certainly, to and young ladies to go out and become footballers and live the life and dreams that they have. So that's my inspirational story for the week. Um, have a look at that if you haven't seen it. But if you have, and hopefully you're like me, inspired by them, what they've done. And hopefully we'll see them win more trophies in the coming weeks and, and months and years to come. So that's it from the podcast this week. Um, that's why the sales manager failed. Make sure if you're a sales manager listening to this, you don't do the same things. But I wish you a fantastic week ahead and I'll speak to you next week. See you soon. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed. If you have, please subscribe to the podcast. It helps us ensure more people can get the insights and ideas they need to get incredible sales results. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode.